Hello, and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence, Holy Family, and St. Joseph in Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, thank you for joining us today. My name is Daniel Rhoda, and with me I have Father Eli Gieske. How are you doing today, Father Eli? Good, good. Good to be with you. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. It's, um, you know, big starting fall starting yeah. school started yeah. like this week for a lot of people a lot of a lot of starting things going on right now yeah yeah, yeah so it's, it's kind of a yeah it's kind of a i always like time. the fall it's my favorite season it's just a little too short sometimes but in terms of just the weather i just love the fall so mm-hmm. it's my favorite yeah yeah and you're you're, you're looking fancy today you yeah. got the cassock got on the cassock on rocking the cassock so uh, as i said before when i have a funeral and I'm going to go to the cemetery, or if it's at the funeral home, so I don't wear, you don't wear your priestly vestments for a uh, funeral when it's um, just a funeral outside of Mass, typically. I mean, you could, but um, so an appropriate thing would be cassock and surplus, so that's what I'll be doing. Yeah. And that's the, the black dress-looking thing, priest dress, as they sometimes call mm-hmm. it, and the white thing that goes over the top is the surplus. So. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the times you'll see... Like seminarians in them. Yeah, the servers at right. mass sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Depends on what they wear in the parish. Sometimes they just have elves, or sometimes they do cassock and surplus. Yeah. yeah which which at St. Lawrence we have cassock and surplus. We do, right? Mm-hmm. But Holy Family just have elves yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a little you know fun fact of the day. Fun fact, cassock surplus. Um. Not not cassock, or sorry, not casket, and surplus. That's a little different although there will be a casket casket there today i've, I've been told so that's ha, a, ha, ha. yeah yeah that, <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> uh well we have you know we have things going on this week yeah now that uh everything is kind of starting back up so next so is it next week faith formation starts yeah next week so we have uh confirmation parent meeting uh student meeting on sunday at St. Lawrence, and then uh, next Wednesday is when our first day is. So mm-hmm. it'll be exciting to get started. Yeah, yeah. And we have uh, our parish picnic parish coming picnic. up this weekend. Yeah, Saturday. Big, uh, big day. So, should, yeah. Should we, be fun. Yeah, we have. It's going to be a party. Yeah. So bring your bingo money, bring your bouncy house bounces, and your, your beanbag tournament team, and your appetite. Yeah, it's it, it should be fun. So, yeah, uh, you know, if you're listening to this next week, you missed out. Yeah, that's all right. So you can always come next year. <laughs> uh, we also have. I mean, we get the rummage sales this weekend. Rummage sale. So yeah. It's Holy Family Friday, Friday and Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. A lot of rummage. A, a, a lot of rummage. There, there's a lot of stuff here. Yeah. I was, uh, I was here. Was that Tuesday? And I was like, okay, yeah, that, that's a good amount of stuff. And then I don't know where the rest of it came from, but yeah, just today I was like, wow, there's yeah. a ton of stuff. Yeah. So they've had it all here since Friday, I think, last Friday. And so they've been just slowly unpacking it all from, they kind of had it all tucked away, but now it's all out. So Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the things that are going on right now. Um, but uh, stay tuned because there's, there's more things happening. There's always more things. So we are so a happening place. <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so today for our for the podcast, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. We've talked about it 
a couple podcasts ago, but we're going to do like a prayer guided meditation day. Um, so, so yeah, you can kind of, the, the thought behind it is like, Hey, let's, um, maybe it's a good way to model for a lot of people. Just like, Hey, there's, these are some different ways that you can pray. And, um, like I know for me, it's hard to like, if I don't know how to do it or if I, I haven't like seen someone else do it, then it's hard for me to like mm-hmm. just pick it up and do it. Yeah. Um, so we're, so we're going to kind of, we're just going to do that. Um, uh, but also sometimes, sometimes it's nice to just have it, to have something that's guided for you that mm-hmm. you can just kind of enter into and you don't have to like maybe do the work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, just a little something, um, we're going to try it out a couple of times and see how it goes. You know, uh, you never know with these kind of things, if it's going to like yeah. be really good or if it's just going to be, you know, weird or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so people can tell us if they like it or not. Yeah. If they're like, that was the worst. Don't ever do it again. Okay. That's good to know. Or if it's like, no, that's okay. Or we like the old kind better or whatever. Just mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what we're going to actually do today is we are going to, um, we're going to do an Ignatian meditation. And this is coming from um, uh, a book that's called uh, An Introduction to Ignatian Meditation. An Introduction, An Ignatian Introduction to Prayer. Okay. I almost got it. Um, so this is uh, Father Timothy Gallagher, and we've talked about him a couple times recently. Um, so there's just a bunch of short little meditations. Um, and so we're going to read through the, uh, the scripture. And then um, Father's going to kind of go through the uh, meditation with us. Yeah, and we'll maybe have a little time to talk about it. And then, uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be pretty much it, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the only thing I'll say before we start is that, like, just kind of a reminder that this is, like, you're supposed to use your imagination. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like for a lot of us, we have to like almost like allow ourselves to use our imagination in prayer, and so, um, so yeah, just kind of feel free to, uh, to to use your imagination and kind of like let it go, um, let and it go. <laughs> and then, um, and then also, you know, I, I know like when I listen to podcasts, I'll you know maybe like be going for a walk or driving or something. So uh, this probably won't be the maybe the best if you're like multitasking but um but so if you really want to like enter into it it might be good to just like listen to it while you're you know sitting on the couch or something but um should we start with a prayer before we read the passage yeah let's do that that'd be good our father son and holy spirit amen Amen. lord we ask you to uh, just open our hearts and our minds to what you might want to share with us during this reflection and we know that your word is always um full of life, and so we come and we read your scriptures, and we just ask you to speak to us through these passages and through these meditations this morning. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So this is a reading from Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 1 through 13. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, 
buy wine and milk, without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me, and eat what is good, and, de and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live. And I will make with you an everlasting covenant. My steadfast, merciful love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call nations that you know not, and nations that knew you not shall run to you. Because of the Lord your God, and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon, call upon him while he is near. Let the f wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will ab abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I intend and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the brier shall come up the myrtle, and it shall be to the Lord for a memorial, for an everlasting sign which shall not be cut off. Meditation. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. I hear the Lord speak these words to me. I tell the Lord of the thirsting of my heart, thirst for meaning, thirst for love, thirst for closeness with him, with others. I tell the Lord of the loneliness my heart experiences, of my sense of insufficiency. And I hear the Lord say now to me, if your heart thirsts, come to the waters. Come to the waters of the Spirit, the waters of grace, the waters that alone can quench the deep thirsting of the human heart. Where is it that our hearts are seeking the Lord? What emotions are we experiencing as we read this passage? Is there anything that... Uh, 
comes to us. Try to put words to those emotions or those feelings or desires even. I recognize in my own heart uh, an insufficiency there that often comes when dealing with just things of the parish or situations. Right now, in my former parish, there's uh, something I'm aware of where two people who I love and care for are are having a falling out or a, a challenging time, a misunderstanding perhaps, and so. There's a sense of insufficiency in my own heart of what, what can I do? How can I help that situation? What can I do? And so, Lord, I come to you and I place that in your hands. Come by without money and without price. I hear these words of pure in invitation. There's no need to have achieved something spiritually before I can dare to approach. All that is necessary is to come and receive God's gift. So I don't have to have an answer to this pastoral situation. I don't have to have answers to the questions in my heart, uh, the people around me that maybe are asking for certain things, or maybe I feel insufficient in, in front of just the, the things I'm obligated to do because of my state in life. an invitation to come rest in the Lord. Why do you spend your labor for you labor for that which does not satisfy? Lord, there are so many answers to your question because I am confused, because I am afraid, because I'm because the effect to the effort to possess what truly satisfies seems too hard. The Lord simply answers me, come. Why do we spend our time, our energy, our efforts on things that do not satisfy? Maybe even asking the question, what is, what is it that satisfies? What, what am I looking for? What am I seeking? Being able to name those things. Not saying whether they're good or bad, but just naming the desires of my heart. And I will make with you an everlasting covenant my steadfast, sure love. Lord, I open my heart to your everlasting covenant, your steadfast, sure love, a bond of belonging and a love that will never fail. My thoughts are not your thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. My thoughts see, see so little, your thoughts see so much more. Your ways are beyond what I can grasp. Lord, I entrust myself to your thoughts and to your ways, to the mystery of your providence in my life. So my own struggles and my own personal challenges are those that I am aware of in my parishioners or other people in my life. I don't have answers often. I don't have a solution. I don't always even know what to think or how to think about something. So I can come to the Lord and entrust that situation to him. Lord, show, show me how to wait on your own timing to bring about 
the answer that's needed. The rain and the snow water and make fruitful the earth. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. I open my heart to the power of that word even now as I pray with this scripture. Lord, fill my emptiness too with the nourishment of your word. Do we believe in the power of God to provide for us, to care for us, to show us how to address whatever is on our heart? The word of the Lord does not come to us in emptiness, but comes in fullness. Do I believe that? Do I come to the Lord expecting to receive answers to the questions in my heart? Sometimes I do, Lord, sometimes I don't. So I come to you now and share with you uh, this situation, these two people, and all those who are family and friends who are also in, embroiled in the conflict. I ask you to bring clarity and if there's meant to be something that I can do to help, that I would be courageous and willing to speak or to do whatever you ask. Now my prayer becomes quiet, deep, receptive. A silent gratitude wells up within me for the gift of your word that I meditate, Lord, and for its power to renew my life. So what is it oh, that's on our hearts today? What is it that we see? What are we aware of? What are we experiencing as we read these words from Isaiah? If it's helpful, we could read them again uh, to ponder them again. But where is the Lord speaking in your own heart? Name those things. Speak to, speak to the Lord about them. Maybe we can take a moment, answer some of these questions, ponder them together, Daniel and I. What word in this scripture most spoke to my heart? Mm. You know, I think for me it was um, just that line, that line saying, like, why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, your labor for that which does not satisfy. Hmm. Yeah. You know, um, is there a particular way, reason why that sticks out to you right now? I think it's just the continual search for like, you know, like just like meaning to a hmm. certain extent, and hmm. you know, it kind of talks about that thirst, like everyone who thirsts and, you know, to a certain extent, like he's talking about food and just mm. like water, but, you know, even deeper than that, talking about like, come to me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think it's just so much easier to try to rely on yourself mm -hmm. for all that. Um, for meaning, for purpose. Yeah, for meaning, for purpose, for, for love, um, for all the things that we mm -hmm. seek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
for some reason we think that we can trust ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to be able to like pr- provide all that. But then right after that, um, so at the end of verse two, like he says, like delight yourselves in rich food, like he wants to give us mm-hmm. the good, yeah. you know, but, but just, um, yeah, do we trust that? Yeah. Do, like, do, yeah. Do we trust that? And, and yeah, for me, it's like, not, not always, right. <laughs> Pro- right. probably not most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Often. I find myself trying to create my own, uh, you know, fulfillment or whatever through my own circumstances or what I what I can control, and most of the time, uh, that leads to a place of a little bit of de- desolation or whatever. Where it's like, this isn't what I was looking for. Or this isn't enough. Or you yeah, know. yeah. So, and then when when you find you can't create the situation that you want or would like. Um, yeah, it brings about a frustration. Yeah, for me, uh, the passage, the verse 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, mm-hmm. says the Lord. Um, just to r- kind of remember that. It's, I guess, for me to remember that, that I don't always see, I often, most often don't see how the Lord sees. And so it shouldn't surprise me when I look at a situation and say, I don't, I have an answer to this, or I don't know how to make this better. Or I don't. I don't even understand what I'm what I'm hoping for in this situation, or or whatever. But God's ways are not my ways, and His thoughts are not my thoughts, and so I don't have to worry. I mean, God loves us; He He cares for us, and so if I could just trust that, okay, God's ways are greater than my ways. His ways are are superior to my ways, and so. If I could trust in that more often and more often have that motion of just trust rather than trying to understand, trying to make things right, trying to control things, trying to make things happen, uh, how much less frustration and how much less stress or disappointment would I experience in my life if I could just have that deeper trust? I mean, simple to say, hard to do. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that passage stuck out to me. Yeah, and that's that's something too. Where, I've, like, how often do I have the audacity to think that I think the same way God thinks? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. That's something that um, that just kind of made me think about. It's like, oh, like, but most of the time, probably just baseline. I just assume that I'm thinking the way that God thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we can assume that our thinking is correct, and I mean. To some degree, isn't that why we are experiencing so much division right now? Is because everybody kind of has their idea of what is correct, what is right, what is good, mm-hmm. and we don't all ag- agree on that, right? Yeah. If we could surrender to God's ways, then we would all be united in some sense. I mean, we w- might not have clarity on what exactly that means or what that looks like, but we wouldn't be so upset with one another and directing this angst towards each other because we we don't agree so yeah interesting hmm. and the second question is what touched my heart in this time of prayer and it kind of goes along with what do my what did my heart feel as i prayed i don't know if we prayed hmm. it was it's always a little hard to pray when you're speaking your thoughts but i guess i mentioned this situation there's always lots of pastoral situations that are kind of floating through in and out and 
I guess what I would say is my heart wants to resolve this thing for these people. I don't want them to be in conflict anymore. I, I don't want them to be hurt. I don't want them... Uh, I don't want to get in between and like be the person that's telling them, you got to do this, you got to do that to, to solve this. I want them to come to an understanding. I want them... So I have a lot of desires for the situation. Uh, but what I've sensed when reading the med meditation and just pondering it sort of aloud is to let go of all that need to control or need to have a certain outcome or need to mm. produce something and just surrender to, okay, the Lord is greater than I am. His thoughts are not my thoughts. I can, I can let go of that. Um, and if there is something I'm meant to do, Make it clear, Lord, or show me how to how to be part of the situation if I'm meant to be. So, yeah, uh, I think the thing that stood out to me, um, one just that maybe like like a takeaway was just uh, like where do I try to get my satisfaction mm. from, yeah. or my you know, whatever meaning purpose, like, like where, uh, like, where do I try to, like, where do I spend, I guess, hmm. you know, where, where do I try to get that? Um, and like, how often do I try to get that from the Lord or not? Hmm. That's something to like going forward to try to be more conscious about. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I think that's maybe what I would be. It's like a like a res resolution of short uh, sure. of sorts, you know. Sure, sure. So, what what did I sense the Lord saying to me? That might be your sense as to say, I want to look to the Lord rather than to my own devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems similar to what I would say. I sense the Lord saying to me is to trust, be faithful and trusting, and know that the Lord can see greater than I can, and believe that and act as if that was true, you know, instead of, oh yeah, I believe that, I say that, but do I actually live that out? Yeah. So, yeah. And maybe just like a final thing too, um, that we haven't really talked about is when the passage that says like the rain and the snow water like like as the rain and the snow like come down and they don't go back up until they fulfill their purpose mm. of like watering the earth um, and kind of going through that cycle neither does the word of god like what does it say um so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me empty but shall accomplish that which i intend mm. and I mean, kind of hammering home the like, just trusting me, <laughs> like part. But um, but also, I think that's a, <clears throat> it's a good like just analogy to be like, oh yeah, we like, like, I can have that confidence that he's going to do what he says he's going to do, mm -hmm. or that like, uh, that like good will come. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, that's something to to always hold. Um, 
even if that good is like for eternal good, you know, because sometimes we expect, well, the good here is that this situation gets resolved and that I don't have to worry about it anymore. Like that's often my uh, desire. Yeah. Um, but I think the Lord has bigger perspective, a deeper perspective. And so sometimes things aren't resolved or there's a much longer return loop, if, if you will, to like, oh, this looks really bad or this, I don't know what to do for this person. They, you know, just an example would be like if somebody's upset and they're leaving the church or they're leaving the parish or they're leaving a relationship the, the instantaneous desire can be like, I want to fix that. I want to make that not happen. But maybe that person needs to go through that experience. And maybe it's going to take a month, a week, a year, who knows how long for them to resolve that thing. And maybe in the Lord's providence, that's what he wants to happen. Or he's going to bring about some greater good through that. And instead, we're trying to control it and make it say, I, I want to fix this right now or today. I mm-hmm. want this resolved today. And the Lord's saying, no. Um, it's going to take longer than that. So, you know, that's just an example of how having that confidence, we can let go of control, let go of an outcome, um, even if it seems like, why wouldn't the Lord want this person to be staying in this relationship or staying in the parish or whatever it is? Why wouldn't the Lord want what I want? <laughs> you know, that can be often my experience. And I have to let go of that and trust. Again, the Lord knows what's happening. The Lord sees what's happening. And he has a plan and help me to cooperate with that plan rather than trying to just implement my own plan. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good. Um, do you have any? Maybe we could just close with a prayer and yeah. then, uh, yeah, I guess tell us what you think because this is our first one of these little meditation things. So. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll, I mean, we'll kind of plan to do a couple more regardless and yeah. kind of see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, if this is something that you think is good or helpful, let us know. If uh, you didn't like it, then, yeah, let us know. <laughs> mm-hmm. the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you for this time to meditate on your word. As we have done so, we know that each person, all of us listening, or maybe um, those who are are, um, friends or family members of those who are listening, are each going through our own experiences, our own challenges, our own situations in life. And so we just come to you. We ask that you would help us to trust in you, to be faithful in coming to you and letting go of our expectations or our... um, what we think ought to happen or should happen, that we can let go of that and just trust that you have a plan and that we can cooperate with that plan. Mother Mary, you are a great guide in that surrender of life and of purpose, and so we ask your intercession. Hail Mary, full Full of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Great. Well, thank you, Father. Uh, thank you, everybody, for for listening. Um, yeah, let us know what you thought, and we will uh, catch you again next time. <laughs>